everybody. Welcome back to General Mission Podcast with John and Tim. Tim here, John there. Today we are thrilled to be joined by my longtime friend. Um, I've known him probably about, Jesus, it might even be 20 years. Yeah. Uh, it's close. Uh, TJ Plogger, he's the co-host of the Dusty Dimes podcast. Um, we'll get into some of that stuff. But uh, welcome, TJ. Really, really happy to have you here. Matt, honored, honored. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Yeah, buddy. So let's dive in first. We'll just tell me what Dusty Dimes is, how did it start, and what you guys talk about on your podcast. Uh, it was, believe it or not, it's, I would say it, it was kind of like a joke. It was really a joke between my buddy, Mike. We were, uh, I was coaching junior hockey and, you know, we were heading up to Boston. He was our equipment guy. And we were on the bus one day and we we're like, dude, let, let's just start a podcast, man. You know what I mean? And he's like, yeah, right. So I'm like, all right, whatever. So we came back from Boston and we went down to North Carolina and it was the same thing. We're like, dude, let's just do it, man. And it started as a joke and it ended up of, you know, having, you know, Stanley Cup champions on, you know, Mike Ruzioni and, you know, just, just tea, t- you know, we, we, we call some episodes tea time just to fucking roast people. And yeah, cause it's your platform. You know, you guys know it. This is your platform. No one, no one can take, no one's going to take it away from you guys from talking whatever you guys want. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, we're, that we're still kind of feeling ourselves out a little bit in terms of like, you know, what we want to talk about for the most part yeah. where you guys, you know, you're focusing mostly on hockey, but not just like at the NHL level, you guys get in depth with primarily like your, your coaching experiences, yeah. right. And yeah. player development with the younger generation of hockey players. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We get into everything. It's basically in the youth, you know, all the way down. Like we started when Lanny was in 10 U and now he's, he's in his last year, 12 U. So it's for going on two years now. We talk about everything. Basically, you know, development of kids, what should be done with, you know, the level of play these kids should do. Should they be pushed hard enough? Should they not be? Should parents be involved? And I, I'm a big stickler on parents being involved in any sport, especially, you know, hockey. It's you can't it, it's 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 tough, man. It, it really I don't, I don't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> I don't want to piss too many yeah, people no, off. I, yeah. I don't want to piss too many people off, but it's. I'm a firm believer on, you know, if you're a coach, let the coach coach. If you're a parent, sit in the sit in the stands, pay your fees and let and just cheer. You know what I mean? Don't don't cheer from the don't cheer from the stands. And that that's basically what we we focus on more lately, you know, with our podcast when we're not having special guests on is just talking about that, you know, from the level it goes all the way from, you know, Tim and John. It goes all the way from mites all the way up to college, man. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, sure. I know, I know some college kids that play now and you get, you just, their parents are just like, dude, it's, they're the next McDavid. And you look at him like, dude, I'm a realist, man. Like he's not the next McDavid. Like, no. like, and I say my kid, like my kid's ultimate goal is to make the NHL and, you know, and I, I I'll back him up. I'll, I'll push him. I'll give him the sure. tools he needs, you know, and you'll appreciate this. And Adrian says this to this day, like he's going to make the NHL and he's going to play for the Rangers. And it's just yeah. <laughs> it is. Yeah. that would be great yeah. for you. Yeah. Those who don't know, TJ is a born and raised Pennsylvania Conchahokan, right? Is where you were yeah. born. Yeah, Philly. And now man. You still yep. you moved back to Philly, and you are a yeah. huge Philly fan yeah. in every way. Yeah, yeah. So that that's basically that's basically what we do, man. We touch on everything from you know skill development to nutrition to you know what it takes to go to the next level and stuff like that. And then when we have special guests on, man, it's it's just it's awesome to talk to these guys and pick their brains and they're just like you and I, 
you know, they really are. It's, you know, yeah, they, they played in the show, they played in the cup and you, you listen to them and, you know, for example, we had Jim Dowd on, you know what I mean? And, That's crazy. Yeah, That's we had crazy. we had Jim we had Jim Dowd on. We're talking and we, you know, we talked to him about systems. He goes, in the NHL, everybody shares the same fucking system. If you yeah. think about it, he said it. They, it's just a tweak on everything. Right. You know, and it, it's you talk to these guys and it's just it's it's amazing and uh, I mean, for you guys, I you I would pursue it. I mean, just reach out, man. What are they going to say yes. no? That that's what my that's what my big thing is, man. I reach out to him. Hey, you want to come on the podcast? Cool. If not, all right, right. You know. Well, you've you've discussed that, right? You've yeah. had people in mind that you know that we've yeah we've we've reached out to a few people. You know, I'm I'm a realtor, so I work in real estate. Yep. There's there's a ton tons of realtors that have wanted to come on the podcast and are willing to finance people, money people. You know, of course, what's in it for us is we could talk to them about entrepreneurship and business and, and, you know, rates and put that out to the world, give our point of view and our two cents. Obviously, what's in it for them, they get to advertise also. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we also talk to one cigar shop, you know, Tim and I being into cigars, smoking cigars, we talked to a cigar shop. The guy called me like five minutes after I sent him an email Hey, let's set something up. You know, I'm I'm on a business call. I'll give you a call back in an hour. He never called me back. Yeah. It, so I'll tell you that I'll probably never go to that cigar shop again. <laughs> <laughs> even yeah, if he would have, even if he would have just said, "No, I don't have time." Come back yeah. to me when you have 500 followers. Come back to me when you have money to put in my pocket. Right. You know, what are you going to pay me for the exposure? Yeah. Well, you know, fuck you. We're trying to give you exposure. I, You're a I brand can. new business in Somerville, New Jersey. Your yeah. brand new shop on Main Street. Okay, granted, 5, 10, 50 people watch our podcast or listen to it. <laughs> but still, that could yeah. be one more customer that helps make you some money. No, and that's, and that's the thing between, you know, you your podcast and my podcast is like, I, I'm, dude, as soon as I found out you guys were having a podcast, I saw Tim and I, I was like, I got to listen to this shit. You know what I mean? Literally, yeah. like, the, the yeah. week we talked yeah. about or released something, I, you hit me up. And you're like, when am I coming on? Well, you would ask yeah, me to dude. be on yours many times before I even yeah. did the podcast thing. You know, and that and that's a thing. Like, you know, and I, I'll promote you guys. You know, as soon as this is out, I'm going to promote you guys. I I, I have been. I, I like everything, you know, and stuff like yeah. that. And yeah, I appreciate I, that. I actually, and believe it or not, I sent it out to my my new team that I have this upcoming season, man. It, they're... I tell you, they're, they're they're a bunch of goofballs, and you know, yeah. I told them that I'm going to be going. I'm coming on, you know, the General Mission podcast, and I'm, I'm sure you're going to gain 20, 21 more guys, twenty one more people. You know what I mean? It's that's awesome. the thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That's that's you know, we're you guys are more established than we are, but we're trying to get to that place where we can you know start to have more momentum and kind of formulate the show, even tailor it down more to what we feel yeah. comfortable with and what our niche is, but it's yeah, been really. a blast. Like either way, fuck it. Like we're having fun either way. So no, absolutely, man. It's like I said, it's your, it's your guys' platform, man. No one's going to take that away from you. No one's not. Yep. Yeah. And I think I, you know, for us in our podcast, I think our niche is that we don't have a niche. So yeah. there's a little bit of something for everybody. You know, we have episodes about the NHL playoffs. We did a mid-season recap on NHL. We've done two episodes on Formula One racing. We've a lot done of music episodes, music episodes, yeah. movies, yeah, soundtracks, Just life, 
Yeah, just talking like yeah, everything. Trying we're, to eat a dozen donuts. Basically, like <laughs> our philosophy is like if we're not interested in what we're talking about, then why would anyone else? So we're just going to talk about what interests us and and go off of that, and that's it. And that's the thing, you know? man. That's the thing. Like you, you talk. It's it's a different. It's a, a difference difference maker. Really, you're talking about yeah. stuff that that people usually like. You know, they're they're probably talking about, but they won't bring it up to anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now you're talking to me like, oh shit, I can, I can relate to those guys. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Yep. No, it's yeah. good. Um, going back to hockey stuff. Mm-hmm. What ages are you coaching? It, is it, it's under 18, <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm coaching 12. I'm an assistant coach for 12. U for, uh, Lanny's team. Okay. And then I'm the head coach for the 18. U. So 18, 17, 16, 15 year olds. Okay. And that's where they're based out of Lehigh. Is that, no, up in uh, Central. Before it was, yeah, before that was junior hockey up in Lehigh. That was in Lehigh, yeah. Okay. So, and then I, I did that. I coached, and then I took two seasons off to focus, you know, like on Lan- like Lanny got in the hockey. I stopped. You know what I mean? I was I was helping coach his team, but then, you know, they I, – I had – I got – again, I got the itch to get back into it, and there's – you know, you, you can't say some things – you know, 10, 11 year olds that you can say to 18 year olds. Right. So exactly. like, I was just getting frustrated, you know, like trying to, trying to teach, you know what I mean? One way and you can't, they don't listen. So I was like, all right, I gotta get back into doing what I love. And Adrian, you know, backed me up and said, you need to get back into it. Yeah. Yeah. Like the last time you were in this area, yep. it was, it's a while back. And I remember you, I don't know. I, I feel like it was your first real venture into like coaching when you coached that roller hockey pro team out yep. of Metuchen, right? Yeah, you had done. Obviously, you'd coach younger kids before that, but like, I had never thought of you as like someone who wanted to pursue coaching. But now I'm looking at where you're going. Do you have aspirations to go beyond what you're doing now? Uh, I do, but I mean, it, it it really it's more of a thing now with with three kids, man. I I just don't. I I, I want to, you know, I I want to take it to the next level, but you know, being away and I with coaching junior hockey, man. I was away. I was in Boston, North Carolina, you know, Rhode Island, New Hampshire, and shit like that. And, dude, it was – was it fun? Absolutely. Were the road trips fun? Absolutely. You know, coaching – the coaching experience of those kids, like, you know, I have a lifelong bond with those kids, man. Like, yeah, to this day, five years ago, I still talk to six of them. Have any of them gone on to do big things? No, I, they, they played college hockey, you know, it, okay. it, that's, that's yeah. what they wanted to do is just play college hockey through yeah. college. And, you know, I, I, I wish them nothing but the best when they, when they left me and I, you know, helped them out in every way. You know, I, I still have a kid that, you know, that we, we play roller. I play roller hockey tournament like one, once a year, you know what I mean? Down in Maryland. Yeah. And this, this kid that I coached, he literally takes a flight from North Dakota and comes and plays the roller hockey tournament, then he leaves. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's commitment. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. But so I mean, but coaching, I, go, ahead, go ahead, John. Coaching these different age groups, I think you kind of mentioned, you touched on a little bit how you, I don't want to say treat them differently, yeah. but obviously you have to coach them a little bit different. You know, how, how do you motivate the 18 and unders versus the, the 12 and unders? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So like the 12 and under, believe it or not, man, it's, it's a funny, that's a, that's a great question. The 12 and under man, it's, it's the one time I, I bribed them. I bribed them with candy. (laughs) 
I believe it or not, I did. You know yeah. what I mean? I asked him, yeah. I go, yo, I go, what's your favorite candy? They're like, oh, Swedish Fish, Sour Patch Kids, M&M's. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, listen, you bust your ass, I'll buy them for you. You know, and there was weeks, man, I was I was buying candy, you know what I mean, yeah. for these these 12-year-olds. And believe it or not, like with Landon, I just, you know, I, I give Landon a look and he knows, you know what I mean? Like, you got to step your shit up, man. It's, right. I'm not going to bribe my own kid, you know what I mean? But like, you got yeah. you got to step your own, sh- you got to step your shit up. But, but the 18 year olds, man, it's, it's a philosophy philosophy. I use since I coached in Flemington, man, with the Hawks and the freeze. And, you know, I, I, I tell these kids, you treat it like a job. This is a job. Like I I'm the boss. If you don't, if you don't work at practice, you're not going to get the hours on the ice. You're not, you know what I mean? And, and I tell that to the parents flat out in their parent, in the parent meeting, like, I'm not trying to be a dick. Like I, I'm young, but I like, I'm an old school coach. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. account- it's accountability, man. All, all across the board from 18, you down to the 15 year olds. It, it really is. hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, and I feel like these kids today, like the generations coming up are, are more self-entitled. They're fucking soft. Oh, and say it. They're fucking yeah, soft. They're, they're soft. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> they're soft. And I, that's what I was curious. And why John's question was interesting to me, because I don't, I don't know that I would know how to motivate a kid in that age frame at this point, like, I don't know how you get them. Cause I feel like a lot of them are just going to come in thinking like they, they earned it just because they're skilled or just because they have all this flash and, yeah. and amazing technique and everything like that. But like, I, I remember back when I was playing all these kids with like the flashy equipment and shit and warm ups to be like puck hand, stick hand through their yeah. feet and everything. And you're, people think that equates to a good hockey player, but it doesn't. And no. these kids today, like you see it in the NHL game, like how the game has changed over the last five, 10 years. Yeah. But so I wonder how the kids are coming up now, if they're hungry, if they're, if they have that desire of to be the best. Well, I tell you, it's, I have, I have a team, my team coming up this year. I have, I got a very young team, which I'm very fortunate about that. You know, they just came off. It was, they played 16 U and they won the whole thing in the DVHL. So these kids are coming off. They lost in districts. They were like one game away from nationals. So like I got these kids coming in that are hungry, which I'm very appreciative. And I got five kids that I had last year that are hungry as well. And they want to win. They want, they want to play. And going back to what you guys said is, you know, I'm that, I'm that type of person and coach that if I don't, I don't care if you're the best player, I don't give a shit if you're scoring all kinds of goals. I don't care if, you know, you're setting people up. Like you're not, you're not going to get special treatment from the other guy. You're not, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You, you have to work hard just like everybody else. And that's, that's how I, that's how I coach hockey. That's how I, I teach Lanny. You know, when that's how you played, played, bro. That's, yeah. that's how you played. Yeah. I remember it vividly. Like, you were just different. Like, even in, when you were doing roller hockey at mm-hmm. a pro level, mm-hmm. you could just tell, like, your your ice background yeah. carried you through. And you just had a different work ethic than everybody else on that rink. You, you approached the game of roller hockey different than anybody else that was out there, including some of the best players I've ever seen. But your game was just so much more well-rounded and workmanlike. And I could see how you would implement that to the kids that you coach. No, it, and that's the thing, man. It's, it's, I, I try to teach kids how, like, I was brought up, you know, how I, my work ethic was and yeah. how I was taught and how I was coached as well. And, and yeah. that's the only thing you do, man. It's, you want, you want to make a long lasting impression on these kids' lives, no matter if it's hockey, if it's life, life skills, you know what I mean? It, it's what you want to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's so much that hockey can teach you about life off the oh ice my God, anyway, yeah, too. Yeah. Like, I feel like more mm-hmm. than any other sport, to be honest, maybe I'm biased, but that's yeah. just, I just and think it's, it's applicable. 
which you mentioned, you know, I've kind of kind of taught and used in my management career. Before I got into real estate, I was a retail manager. I was a Walmart store manager for multiple stores, usually had anywhere from 200 to 300 people working underneath me. Yeah. Um, and normally what I would do to try and motivate people is always come from a place of care. Absolutely. Yeah. You, know, you know, yes, we care about the bottom line. We care about sales and profit and payroll and expenses and all this other crap. Yeah. But ultimately, I care about you. You know, I want you to be successful. Mm -hmm. So if you want to make more money, if you want to get promoted, if you want to get a raise, here's how you can do it. But it's not going to be easy. Yeah. It's going to take hard work. Absolutely. You know? So it's so it's good to hear that you kind of come from that same place with these kids, you know, coming from a place yeah. of care to to really develop them at yeah. a young age and yeah. and instill a work ethic. And also, I, mean, I think just playing for the guy, like playing for the guy next to you too, is a big deal for me. Like that was oh always God, a motivating yeah. factor. Yeah. Like you're not playing for just yourself. You're playing for every guy that's on that rink and on that bench with you. Like you're a unit of one when things are working correctly and when the game's being played the right way. And I think. Hockey tends to – I can start to see this trend, even in the NHL, where it's starting to become more individualized. And I, that worries me about the future of hockey. But I still think at its core it's going to remain the same. But the game's just so different now, and I'm sure it is at the younger levels as well. It's It really is, man. It's You, you, get, a group, you get a group of kids, like, going back to this past season I had. Um, I, I had a, in the beginning of the season, man, it's in the, it, it, talking about accountability here is um, – Beginning of the season, I had I kicked three kids off my team. Yeah, I I had one kid that showed up drunk and high, said get the fuck out of here, like I'm not doing it. And then the two other kids were just an issue on the team, and yeah, it, it just wasn't it wasn't good, man. And and since when they they left, man, the group of guys that came together, it was it was it was ridiculous how how much they bonded with each other. Yeah, so I mean, it's literally that can be like the the, the term a cancer in a yeah. locker room. You know, you yeah. have a couple of people that can bring the whole room down, and that's is unfortunate. But yeah, yeah. you got to you got to cut it out. Yeah, you're only as strong as your weakest link. I agree. Right. I agree. Do you uh, do you coach to play with the edge yeah. that you played with, dude? Holy fuck! Holy fuck! Yeah! Well. Holy fuck! Yeah, dude. <laughs> Are you Dude, this guy dropped a guy in open hockey just because he didn't like so I don't even remember what it was, but we were uh -huh. always playing and I think it was actually someone you were kind of friendly with. I don't know if you remember, it was at extremes. Somebody said something to you or did something to you and open hockey, you just drop the gloves and flatten this kid. Yeah, it was, was like, it, was that, it, it was that fucking Asian kid. Remember that fucking Asian kid that always played with us? <laughs> Couldn't stand it. I don't remember his name. Dude, I I gotta ask Adrian. I'll like I'll text it to you, but Should I you know what you know who I'm talking about. I, I do. I might even know him. You probably do too. This yeah. fucking kid, man, came out thought he was fucking top shit. I'm like, dude, this is fucking open hockey. I just laid him the fuck yeah. down. I ain't give a fuck. Yep. Yeah, it was great. I always but, look forward to uh, like that. But yeah, dude, like I I I play with my kids, man. I, I I tell them, I'm like, listen, man, you you go out. Like, I'm not trying to tell you to fucking kill the guy, but let him know who let him know you're fucking there. Separate from the puck. Yeah. Because if yep. you go out there and you dominate and hit, like that's that's what's wrong with hockey today, man. With youth hockey, 100%. and I'll, I'll be I'll be completely even go up to the NHL. It's a fucking 100%. joke. It's a joke, yeah. man. It's like you're playing a you're, you're watching a video game on TV. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I was like, talking about this with my buddy last night. How like 
the debate's always like, oh, well, how would players from like the 80s and 90s play in today's league? And everyone's consensus is always, oh, well, today's players are so much more talented. They are not more talented. No. They just have time and space to yeah. use that creativity. You didn't have time and space to do any of that shit back in the 70s, no. 80s, and 90s. You get flattened. Not at all. Now they don't that's, have to worry about that. That's why, dude, I, I, you know, everybody says it all the time about Gretzky playing in this era, dude. Like, and I'm a firm believer. And like, I, I forget, I think it was, uh, I, it was a guest we had on the podcast and we asked him that about Gretzky playing. He said, dude, he said the same thing. And we said the same thing as well. Like he would fucking put up like 150 points the way, the way the NHL is today. Because especially you're not just taking him. I'm using it. Like if you, if he grew up in the same era mm-hmm. that like a McDavid did, Oh my God. had all the, the resources, the coaching, the dietitians, the strength and, training and hours and hours of practice and review tape, all the equipment technology being elite. Yeah. Like yeah. he would have been, he would have been better than McDavid. Like there's no question his vision in hockey IQ. I would say Crosby too. Yeah. Cros- Cause Crosby still threads that gap between like the old generation of hockey and the current. A little bit, of, he's a little bit more physical play. From, yeah. From Crosby. A little. Nah. He, can, he can take a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. He can take a hit for I sure. Think, but yeah. But no, just he's he's kind of seen both eras of hockey. Like he, right. when he came in in what oh five oh six or whatever it was, it was mm-hmm. still a rugged, tough league. That those days are gone, man. Yeah. And I'm really worried that like hitting is already down. I think hitting is going to be gone, bro, like within a few years. Bro, listen. So I mean, you got hockey rules. You it guys, is. yeah, you guys like uh, you don't see it, but I see it like with coaching and stuff. Now the USA, the USA hockey rules they're making, dude, is an absolute joke. And I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying it, but I don't care. But it's a joke, dude. Like, last season, like, you aren't allowed to hit anybody now. You have to make an attempt to play the puck and yep. then and then hit somebody. Right. And I looked at the yep. ref last year. I go, what are we fucking playing? Badminton? Like, this, what right. are we doing? Like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a joke. So... I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and and say this. We usually we we don't get into too much political stuff, but rather than having men in women's sports, we're just gonna turn men's sports into women's sports. Oh, dude, and and just soften it up. It it, 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 it's basically. It is. Which I don't even understand why there's no hitting in women's hockey. Like women, there should be. They want to, right? Yeah. Like, why can't they hit each other? They're phenomenal players. They're phenomenal athletes. These women are unbelievable. Like you, like John. Tim seen my wife play hockey, man. She played. She, she, play, dude. she played like a fucking guy. You know what I mean? Yep. Like she absolutely did. And, and she was. Yeah. She was fearless, and she was good, man. She was skilled. She like you didn't feel like her being out there was slowing anything down. Like she was as good or better right. than most of the dudes out there. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Age was the best. Has her leg recovered from that slap shot? She took <laughs> from the other <laughs> dude, dude, we talk about that. Like it was funny because like. um I saw a pair of shorts that it was funny. Cause like I saw a pair of shorts she wore that night that I went over to her house, man. And I was like laughing about it. And Landy's like, what's so funny. I was like, Oh, I was like, my buddy hit mommy with a slap shot in her leg. And her leg was like black and blue that much. Oh yeah. Like that, was, dude, that was crazy. I felt horrible. I almost threw <laughs> up. I felt so bad, <laughs> but she's tough. I know she can yeah. take it. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Do you want to get into some NHL chat? Yeah, yeah. I have, uh, I have a quick question before I forget. I was just scrolling through. I forget if it was Instagram or YouTube shorts or something. And I caught a quick video of Sean Avery 
He's mentioning, a fuck, he's a fucking dickhead. Yeah. Mentioning <laughs> he, he he put his hat in the ring for yeah, Rangers coach is is that a joke? It's on his podcast, so he has two podcasts. He has his one where he doesn't really talk about hockey, and okay. then he's got a newer one that's I think it's called the Quick Shift Podcast, and something like that. One of the actors from um, the Entourage, I think, yeah, yeah is his co-host. Mm-hmm. It's actually a pretty good listen, and he's he is he, dude. He's fucking honest about everything he says. He's not always accurate, but the Ranger coach thing it was <laughs> kind of tongue in cheek. Like he's not legitimately. Okay. I wasn't nor sure. would I'm sure he knows. He played with Jury, but I'm sure Jury would not consider him a real. But he yeah. did have some good things to say. He said they need to create an identity, what it means mm-hmm. to be a New York Ranger, what style of hockey are we going to play that that players come in. Though I don't really buy into that. Do you remember TJ when yeah. Marty St. Louis got hired? How he said he doesn't believe in uh, systems in hockey. Like yeah. he doesn't believe in like an like an actual system. He lets he wants the players to flow with their creativity, and that kind of is the way he approaches playing hockey i don't know if, which side of that i've agree with what do you think i mean as a coach and, and, and a player dude playing at a high level i think i think you have to have something in place man you a know structure. What I mean? you have to have a structure like you really do you just can't go out there because you know you can have johnny playing left wing and timmy playing center and mark playing the right wing right and who's who's going after the puck you know what I mean? The right. puck gets dumped in Mark's corner. Obviously, Mark's going to the puck. What do the other two guys do? Right. You know what I mean? You can't have both guys waiting in front of the net. Yeah. You know what I mean? One guy in back door, one guy in the slot. You got to you gotta work. So I think there's got to be a structure in hockey regardless of what level it is. You just got you to have an identity, basically. I agree. I mean, and that's, that's what I think every organization needs is an identity of who we are, what it means to be wearing this emblem on your chest. You know, like that, mm-hmm. that needs to be cultivated. And, and harvested over and over again so that it's repeated. No matter what players come in, they just fall into line with that. But I also don't – I don't think that players or coaches should be so tough on structure, like system-wise, where they have to – no matter who the players are, they, this is my system. Like I feel like you have to tailor a system to the players and the skill sets that you have. Yeah. You got to adjust. Basically, you got to adjust to what, what you have, like yeah. you said. You know what I mean? Like – with McDavid, yeah. McDavid and Drysaddle, you got to adjust their, their speed. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, even Ovechkin, like yeah. it, you got to adjust to like how he's playing and the guys coming up. It, it's what it is. You really got to adjust to what your star players because yeah. in reality, like your star player plays one way and you take that away from him and how he plays, dude. Right. Forget it. Forget it. It's lights out. And that's one thing that was a gripe of mine with Tortorella as a coach when he was a Ranger coach is that he he took players like Nash and Gabarik and and turned them into shot blocking defensive players, but like he never let them cook. Like he yeah. never just let them be who they are because it it was outside of what his philosophy was in terms of what makes a good hockey team. So remember that shit? Like they were putting extra padding on the back of their yeah. hands. Like Marion Gabarik has to do that. Like yeah, their gloves their gloves look like boxing gloves, man. I remember that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can't be asking, you know, McDavid to go out there. I mean, yes, he can go out and block shots, but that should not be his regular thing. That's not his game. That's not what makes him successful. Yeah. 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 I know you had something on your mind about the NHL. So so hear me out here, right? Let's pretend, you know, you guys are Chicago Blackhawks front office right now, right? Yeah. You you guys get the first pick. Are you going to keep that first pick? Or are you going to look at it and be like, man, what what can I get in return for this first pick? Because Ooh. you look you look at Chicago, man. Chicago is a shit Empty show coverage. right now. Empty. You know what I mean? It's a shit show. 
So do you take that? You, you're going to get, you're going to get all kinds of players. You're going to get all kinds of draft picks for that one pick. So what do you do? It's a deep draft. They say it's a deep draft. Yeah. It's a gamble though, dude, because like he is as close to a sure thing as we've seen. Like to me, it's been Crosby, McDavid, and this kid. Yeah. And Hughes is probably close to that caliber too. When like coming into the draft, like where it was like yeah. a surefire, but this kid seems like he could be a transcendent player. Not a lock by any stretch. It's no, tough, You man. get three or four picks yeah. for him. Can you guarantee that you're going to get one player that's half as good as him that you can build an organization on? But, but, go ahead, John. But what if you take him for a year and he does prove himself? What kind of value does he have a year later for trades or uh, something else? That's, yeah, by then, though, if he's established himself, you can't rip him away from the yeah. fan base. You know, yeah. he's too established. And the fans are going to be loving him. And he's going to be, honestly, he's a revenue generator. Like, he's going to put. Yeah, yeah, they sold 1.9 million in tickets already. <laughs> yep. It's, yeah. So it's like, it's, it's, it's really tough, though, man, to think about it. Because it's like John just said, you know, it's, it's a catch-22. Does he If he plays well the first year, then what? If he shits the bed the first year, then what? You know, so. He's he's got more value right now as we're talking about it. Oh sure, more value than what he has before he get then he gets drafted. So if you take you know your your uh, just for example the Flyers, you know what I mean, and you give up you know Frost, Farabee, Hayes, that's three guys on your team plus that you, draft capital you'd have to give yeah, up too. Yeah, that's yeah. three guys you have on your team right now that are established NHLers and that you know they're besides Hayes they're young. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. It, it's a tough. It's a tough move. It really is. I, I, I don't th- think they're. I don't think they're close enough though. Where even three or four good NHL players no. would make a huge difference. So that's no. why I, I think they're going to follow the same path they followed when they drafted Kane and Taves, and you know that whole you know dynasty basically was formulated. They sucked for years. They accumulated great draft picks, and they were patient with those kids, and they turned out to be you know well Kane's a Hall of Famer. So yeah, he'll be a Hall yeah. of Famer. Yeah. So I, I think you have to take the kid, man. It's you'd get crucified if oh, you passed yeah. up on him, oh, yeah. and he turns into McDavid or God forbid Gretzky. Like you'd be, yeah. you never oh, get up from that for sure. You and you, no one's going to criticize you for keeping the kid that's supposed to be brilliant. Yeah. Yep. Did you think that was fixed? I know you had mentioned something about that to mm-hmm. me. I yeah. it, dude, it was weird just hearing Kevin Weeks, Kevin Weeks saying that Columbus was up next. I didn't even show the card. Then it went to commercial. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> what was that? Yeah, what are you doing here? So like, but you know, and and this is my thing here is, and you guys might have more. I mean, now I forget the other team, but you remember when New Jersey got busted during the season and they got their first round draft pick taken away? Yeah. Right, and then you had another team. What was the other team? You guys remember? Oh, shit. I don't remember. I can't I, remember. I forget the team, but they got their draft pick taken away for something. But you have Chicago that had a yeah. sexual assault case during a pretty major one. Uh, pretty, it was really major during the season, and yet they get the number one pick in the draft. Like I know. Think about it. You know what I mean? I know. Like, they they ousted yeah, their coach. They true. fired the the GM at the time, right? Yeah. I think um, Kane and Taves were dragged through the mud for a while, as they should have been, because they yeah. were, yeah. you know, complicit in that. And it was really bad, like to the point where people thought that they should have gotten even more punishment. And then here we are, a year later, they get rewarded with the top pick when they weren't even the worst team in the league. <laughs> yeah. And it, it doesn't help the shadiness that happened on the broadcast, but 
to me, like, if it was going to be staged, you would just stage it and say they got the number one pick. All you're doing is flipping cards. Yeah. They could have just done that. They wouldn't have to cut away and have this moment where they have to, like, figure out, oh, we got to shuffle it. Just shuffle it right from the beginning. Put yeah. those cards out there in the order with Chicago number one. Yeah. So who's going to know? But. Yeah, well, I, I, wanted, I wanted to ask you, John, are you a Rangers fan? Yes. <laughs> are you gonna disconnect now no no <laughs> he's also like a, he's also a blackhawk and capital a jace fan like he, he yeah. kind of pulls for the i mean i've been i've been a ovechkin fan since the beginning i've okay. been uh, a Kane fan from the beginning as a kid i was a huge pavel Bury fan nice i can, so, I can respect that i can respect so that. i always like and as a kid playing, like I'm, I'm bigger now. I'm like six foot two, six foot three. But as a kid, when I played hockey, I was always the smallest kid and the fastest kid. Nice. So, so the small speedsters kind of have a special place in my heart. Oh, um, nice. So I, 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 I wanted to ask you, Tim, since you're a diehard Ranger fan, and John, John, chime in on this too. Like, what were your thoughts when the Rangers got Tarasenko and Kane? Because well, well, you know, I, I said it right away, dude. I'll tell you. You tell me what your thought, and I'll tell you what I. All right. So, can I? You're gonna be. Yeah, you're go gonna ahead. be longer yeah, in your go explanation. Ahead. You say what you're gonna. Yeah. My thought was Stanley Cup this year, or it's all for nothing. I mean, very yeah. plain Jane, black and white. Like, yeah. Well, and, and if, if you're not gonna win a championship, then what did you do all this for? Right, and and I think that would probably probably be juries motivation too was like we're going for it right mm-hmm. so pre-trades i looked at the rangers as obviously they were in the conference finals last year probably ahead of schedule they had a run that you know of course they did it on their last breath every series but they made it to the conference finals so now you're thinking all right the growth on this team has been accelerated but coming into this year things didn't really they didn't hit the ground running by any stretch and they seem to have a struggle finding fits in their top six. Like, they had Jimmy fucking VC playing on the top line with Mika and Kreider. Like, what the fuck is VC doing up there? No business. But they didn't have anybody else to put there. You had Barkley Goodrow playing on the top line, top six minutes. So they had a clear need yeah. to bring in scoring wingers and get somebody in there. And Kane was always the guy that was rumored because of his contract situation, because of the fact that Chicago's a dumpster fire. So that was always the guy they had focus on. And then... Tarasenko kind of came out of nowhere. There were rumors that they would were interested in him, but no one thought that that was going to actually happen. Then it happens. And you're like, okay, it's good. Now they got their jam. They got an elite sniper who can play on your power play. He's got a Stanley Cup. Great. They didn't give up much for him either. I don't remember what it was, but it was nothing consequential. And then a couple weeks later, Kane shows up and trade too. And like, holy shit, now we can get this guy too. I don't know why you would say no to that as an organization, especially – you're not giving up any elite young talent, any high draft capital. It, so they were basically freebies for them. Like, why not take the shot? It didn't work. They couldn't bring it together in that Devils series. I mean, Devils have a way of doing that against teams. Their team yeah. speed and their commitment to playing as a unit of five is unbelievable. Now they're out because Carolina does it the same way and probably better. But I think they – they should be embarrassed because they should have been able to expose that devil goalie who fuck. They all suck. Like every one of the devil's goalies is trash. Yeah. <laughs> of course, they look like Patrick Waugh against the Rangers, which is what's frustrating about it. But I have no problem with the move. I, I why wouldn't you do it? Like, what was the alternative? Keeping you know a, a hodgepodge of players in your top right. six unit. Like, why would you do that? So I don't know. I have no no problem with going for it with the players that they brought in. 
because I don't know what a better alternative would have been to, to try to win a cup. You know, as is, they weren't going to do it. They were short pieces, and they mm-hmm. don't have anything coming up. What I, do you I, think? I, dude, when, when I, I'll tell you, I'll be honest, and I'll send you the screenshot. I, I said it in the group chat with our kids, man. I said, the Rangers aren't going to make it out of the second round. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, you, they, and correct me if I'm wrong, dude. It's like every season, man, they, they blow their load every time. They, they play well during the season. Don't get me wrong. They're, they're, they play well this season. They, they, they did well. They really did. And that's coming from a Flyers fan. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's the first time you've ever said anything I, positive about the Rangers in my I, life. I, I'm getting old, man. I got kids. Man. <laughs> yeah. like, this is our podcast. Oh, it's on your podcast. Yeah. Wait till we're on his podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he starts blacking out uh, the cameras right. and flashing um, orange all over the yeah. place. Uh, so they, they did play well, but, you know, and I said it, man, it's when they got Tarasenko and they got Kane, man, you, you think about it. You guys are a hockey players as well, dude. There's one puck, man. There's one puck. There's one puck between all of them, and you can't. There's there's too many egos on the team. You know what I mean? It's and then you look at the teams that are in the playoffs right now, dude. You know what I mean? Like you got Carolina. Mm-hmm. Car- Carolina's gross, man. They don't they don't have you know one standout superstar. They it's like they all got young. They guys. have they have two players I think are really underrated in Aho and Natchez. Oh, but, Nige- Natchez, but they're not they're not household names by any stretch. They're not superstars. No, no. You know, but, I mean they play like it, but. Yeah. And you got on the back end there, man. I'll tell you, like, you know, Lanny, Lanny's a huge Brent Burns guy. Like, love ever yeah. since ever since he's been young, dude. He's he he picked him out, you know, like my brother, you know, Eric, my brother-in-law, man. When when, yeah. like, when Lanny was born and we said he was gonna like hockey, Eric was like, he's gonna like some fucking random team, you know, because you know, they're huge devil fans. I'm a huge yeah. Flyers fan. And what do you know? Lanny starts liking the sharks. Why? Because we lived in New Jersey and there's sharks in the ocean, right? So he picks he picks the sharks and then he picks out Brent Burns because of the beard, right? Liked how he played yeah. and ever, dude. Ever since he's been five years old, man, he's like he's that's loved this guy, and that's why he that's wears eighty eight. Wow, interesting. Yeah. I would have thought it was for Lindros. No, he because uh, he, he showed him like some YouTube videos yeah, of that guy. He he wears it for for Brent Burns and like since when when Burns went to Carolina this year, man, he changed it to eight. Yeah. And Lanny was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> he's like, I'm, "He's like, I'm not changing my number." You know what I mean? Because he's, yeah, he's had that's it your number now. So, so, um, but going back, like Burns, man, like you see, it, like that game last night, man. He's he's playing young, like he looks young, refreshed. Yeah, he looks refreshed, and you know, it's like he he looks great. He does. I, he I looks just great. think. I, I think Brindamore is the best coach in the league. Oh my god! Yeah. Like, oh my it's god. ridiculous. That team. The best part about that series was watching Carolina do to the Devils what the Devils do to everybody else. Yep. Like the Devils had no answer for their own game. No. Like Carolina plays it that much better than the yeah, Devils. Dude, and granted, the Devils will be there in another year or two. They're going to be freaking oh, yeah. scary. But and the, dude, like Carolina plays going back to the systems and structure, dude, they, they had, Brendan Moore's got those guys playing like all kinds of, all kinds of ways, man. I saw him playing a two, one, two, a one, two, two, dude. It was crazy, man. Yep. yep. He just crazy. constantly adapts, but everybody buys in and everybody mm-hmm. commits. And now they've done it. He's been there so long that culture's there. So any two, three players that are out and come in, yep, like they just have to fall in line because that's it's it. already established. The, the yeah. room probably takes care of itself at this point too. Yeah, that's now it. They just have to win a cup. That's the one thing they haven't done yet. But I, dude, I, I said it, man. I've been telling my buddies here, man. I'm like, dude, I, I said before the playoffs, whoever comes out of the East is going to win. Like I said I, the I same. So. Although I don't, you think Toronto can win if they get out of the East? Mm. 
they're, they're missing I, something, I, man. They, dude, it's going going with that, man. We could we could talk for an hour about Toronto, man. It's like it, it's like, dude, what do you have? Like, look what you have there, man. Like, look what you have in that organization. And it's like yeah. every I honestly I think it's a GM. I really do. Like He's got to get the right the, the, the right piece in there. They're missing. They got the whole puzzle done except for that one piece, man. Yeah. They, they I'm really not sure what that one piece is, though, because they're loaded with talent. But I thought this was going to be year they would have a run, and they still might end up winning. Maybe they win. To, oh, they play tonight, right? They play yeah. Florida. I don't know, man. Florida, Florida's tough, man. Florida's tough. And I didn't think they would be coming in. I didn't think they'd have a shot. Against almost, I would have picked them as the worst team in the playoffs, honestly, because I just didn't like yeah. the way they were playing coming in. Yeah, they click, and that's that's another team that has superstars nobody knows about. Yeah, Markov, nobody talks <laughs> yeah. about him. The guy's a stud. Yeah, He's an absolute monster. And Matty Matthew Kachuk is the best all around player in the league. He reminds me of you, actually. Dude, I you know what's funny is my brother in law Eric said the same thing, man. He said the same exact <laughs> thing, like because he just he plays the game how it's supposed to be played, man. Like old school hockey he, with he skill, play, he like play, he combines yeah. it. Yeah, exactly, and that's that, man. Again, that's what I try to implement on my kids, man. I really do. I try to teach them how to play old school hockey to be like just to wear guys down, yep. like to wear them yep. down, dude. We start we start in August and we don't end till March, dude. And these kids are so conditioned by like the end of August to to skate these other kids in the ground, man. Yeah, that's huge. That yeah. gives you such an edge. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> what else you got? What are you doing? You I mean, doing I taxes was, over there on your phone? No, I was looking at the playoffs. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oilers, Edmonton, Vegas, two games to two. Yep. Toronto's down to Florida, three games to one. Dallas is up three games to two. I didn't see that coming to Dallas series. I didn't. No. No, but Robertson's no joke, dude. That guy's a legit yeah. star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... um. And Carolina won. So. Yeah. Yep. But Devils ain't going anywhere. They're gonna be back for sure. Yeah, they're they're decent, man. They got a good squad. They they play hard too. They they they're like nonstop. Their motors, man. The pace is just yeah, yeah. And they turn mistakes into offense quicker than any team in the league. Probably maybe Carolina's does that better. But yeah, they can transition so fast. They just have no goalie though. Until they address the goalie, they're they're not going anywhere. That's yeah, been, that's gonna be a problem for them. Yeah. But going, going back to the Kane thing and Tarasenko, there's no reason they shouldn't have done that. When they got him, my gut was like, this could go wrong. Like, it could not work because, like you said, there's only one puck. But their problem wasn't that they were all too selfish. It was they were all too unselfish. Too Passing the fucking puck like 350 <laughs> times around the rink. Mm-hmm. And all this East-West bullshit that Panarin was pulling. And, and the team as a whole plays East-West, which I hate that style of hockey. It's just... It's not conducive to a flowing game. It's and it's prone to turnovers and mistakes that go the other way and turn into offense. Yeah. So that's why I think Gallant should have been fired. But um, you had to throw it up at the wall and see if it stuck. So I I, I appreciate them going for it. it. Just didn't work. Yeah. So now they gotta they gotta hope that Lafreniere and Kako can finally get bigger minutes and develop. But if they don't, they're fucked. Because if they don't turn into legit top six players, they they're gonna be in a hell of a situation. Absolutely. Yep. You like Keith Jones as the hire for your president? Dude, I did not see that coming. I did not. Really? See nope. Did not. He's a see lifer. That. Yeah, I didn't, dude. I didn't see that coming at all, man. I really did. I. He's another guy, like, and and I said, you know, to my to people around us, like coaching when I was coaching to the parents and kids, and like that's what Philadelphia needs. To be honest with you, you need you know hard nosed guy like him. You need a guy in Briere that played for the city and knows what the city yes. wants. 
You know, it's an I mean? interesting dynamic, though. Jones, Briere, and Tortorella. That trio is going to oh, be very God. interesting <laughs> to see how that works. I don't know. I don't know if Torts is going to – I don't know what Torts' relationship is with Keith Jones. I don't, wouldn't think it's great, but – You never know, man. You never know. It's Anything's better than Chuck Fletcher, dude. They're going to fight each other yeah, in the maybe. locker room, except yeah, Tortorella's yeah, going to tell yeah. someone else to fight yeah, for him. Yeah. Jones would probably destroy Tortorella. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tortorella wasn't even a good player. Like, he could barely skate. Yeah. Avery talks shit about him all the time. He says the guy can't even skate in practice. He hates him, but that's a different story. Yeah. But, yeah. So what else you got going on, man? What do you got coming up? Anything big on the? I I actually nah, it's dude. It, summertime's tough, man. It, it really is. It's summertime's tough with you know vacation and, and guys, basically guys that are in hockey. You know what I mean? Like we 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 were supposed to have Kelly Rudy on, but like obviously with playoffs going on and after playoffs, he just wants to relax and so we he tells us hit him up in there in the summer and. You know, they're on vacation and shit. He's like, oh, hit me up before the season starts. And it's, excuse me, it's really, it's it's tough. It's a tough time with with vacations and stuff. And sure. myself yes. and like with, with the boys, you know, playing sports and stuff. Lanny, he's, um, like I mentioned, he's uh, he's got a showcase coming up next week. And then he's got a tournament. And then he's playing uh, Keystone State games for, uh, so... For you guys, the, the people, your, your audience doesn't know, Keystone State Games, it's like an Olympic-style uh, tournament. It's up at Penn State University. It's, oh, they, wow. take, they take four regions of Pennsylvania. They take east, south, north, and west. Okay. And they break it up, and you play Olympic-style and stuff like that. He played last year. He, he did good. It was, it was a reality check for him because he was the youngest. Yeah. He was the youngest two outs on 11 in the, yeah. in, in the 12 U age group. And, That's uh, big. Yeah. Yeah. So he played. I watched that. some of the videos of him playing. He he looks good, man. He's smooth, dude. He's he, definitely smooth. It, Different style than you had. Oh, yeah. dude, I I tried him. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, man. It's just like he's he's uh he he's starting to get in sh- in the shit talking. Oh yeah, all right. So yeah. last year we we played a tournament in Hershey and uh, some kid, man. He got he, he was all pissed off. And uh, he got kicked out of the game, and he skated by our bench. And Lanny's on the bench, and he's like, "Yo, have a nice trip back to Connecticut, Bod." <laughs> right? <laughs> and I'm like, "Dude, like, just stop, like, dude, like, I really can't say anything because I was the same way. Like, I shit talked, and oh yeah, you know, his, his big thing now. He he's in lacrosse, so um, during faceoffs in lacrosse, they have two guys on the outside, right wing, left wing, and the guy taking a yep. faceoff, right." So his yep. big thing now is he saw it on Instagram is as you're, as you're waiting there next to the guy on the other team, you take your stick and you start messing with his sock. You start pushing his sock down off the yeah. face off. So that, that's, that's his, that that's is his, little that, stuff. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. That's it. That's a, that's his big stuff now, man. But he's, he's, he's definitely, like you said, man, he's a different style player. It's, it's, he's like, I, I'm not trying to fucking gloat or anything, man, but he's just, yeah. he's, he, he's good, man. Like, yeah, you think he's going places? If he sticks to it, man, he, he's, he's got a good chance, man. He, he skated with my 18U last year, man, and I put him out in the line with, uh, with some of the like lower level kids, man. He was running the drill better than some of those kids, man. It's like, big, yeah, and yeah. His, his heart's there, man. His heart's in hockey. Like, we, we try, 
We tried these fucking kids, man. Jesus. Is that is that your son shit no, talking? It, no, it's probably my other one playing with the kids, yeah. Um I lost my thought. What was I saying? You were talking about Lanny and just his development. Oh, dude, just like his like we tried, like he doesn't want to play any other sport, man. He doesn't. And like his buddies were trying to get him to play lacrosse. And I, I didn't know any I've never played lacrosse. It's the only sport I've never played, right. man. And it's a lot. It's a lot like hockey on feet. You know what I mean. And yeah. For him to play another sport, it's like he's he's there. He likes it, but dude, he just he wants it's to be not, on the he just wants to be on yeah, the it's ice. Not a man. passion for him. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, and it's good that he's found like finding that passion naturally and not being like forced into oh, it. Because a lot of dude. parents do that. They just they want to live vicariously through their kids so bad. They push and push and push, and the kid ends up resenting the sport. Tim, you just op- you open up a can of worms here. We're gonna go for it. How much how much time you got left? Because I got about fifteen <laughs> minutes left here. But yeah, dude, we're good. let's go, dude. The the whole the whole thing with that man, I I see it time in and time out, dude. At the hockey rinks, at tournaments, you know. What I mean, it's yeah. dude. Again, let your fucking kid be a kid and let him play. Let him find his own way, man. Like, yep. y- yeah, I will push. I will push, Lanny. I'll push him to the next level. Sure, but I'm yeah. not gonna be like down his fucking throat, like, do this, do that, do this. Do I tell him to work out at home? Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, because there's always always somebody else working harder than the next kid. You know what I mean? Right, right. There's always somebody better, you know what I mean, at yep. what you do. So, right. I see it's so many parents. Like, every parent thinks their kid's going to the NHL. Like, my kid's hey, going to yeah. be the one. Listen, whatever the number is of the percentage of people that play hockey versus the percentage that make it to the NHL – no one in this room is going to the NHL. No. Like I do is really like, so just cut the dream out no. and let the kid be who he is and see where it goes. That's, That's it, it, man. It's, and I told him, man, I, I said, Lanny, I was like, what's, what's your ultimate goal? And he goes, I want to play in the show. I said, all right, like mommy and I will do whatever, you know, to help you out. We'll, we'll back you up. We'll be there. You know what I mean? You want to, you want to go to clinics. That's fine. You want to play on tournament teams. That's fine. You know what I mean? It's, I, we're, we're going to back them up no matter what, but dude, I've seen it time and time again like i've i've had parents come up to me too like not just not recent but before man it's like hey man my, my kid wants to play college like and i look at i'm like dude there's your fucking kid can't even play 18 you right yeah you know what it, i mean like just reality check time just, and i and that's the thing man it's like you i asked the kids before the season i'm like what's your ultimate goal you know what i mean like What's your ultimate? You ask them for individual goals, or do you ask them? Are you I ask them for like a team goal. I, I, I ask them their individual and their team goals. I do. I, that's okay. what I do. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I I go around the room. I tell my kids all every team I coach. Like I'm an open book. You want to know something? I'll fucking tell you. We're we're gonna do this together as a team. Like we're not gonna hide anything. We're not gonna talk behind each other's backs. You know what I mean? Like because I don't need like, hey, that's what I told I coach. You said something to this guy, but I didn't hear it. Like right. I'm not. I don't fucking play that way, dude. Like you need to know something. I'm gonna tell you. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. That's always been the way you are. Yeah, I mean that's that's really similar to my daughter and dance. Yeah, um, you know she wants to she wants to dance on Broadway. Okay, fine, but you're gonna have to go to good schools. You're gonna have to go to competitions. You're gonna have to put yourself out there, make a name for yourself. And the one thing she didn't do like two years ago was dance at home and practice at home. So if you want these big dreams you have these big aspirations you need to practice absolutely like it's, not, it's not just when you're in the dance studio right it's not just when you have dance it's the class. extra time that you put it's in. everything yeah so actually right behind me behind this wall <laughs> we built a dance studio in the basement here 
So she's got the ballet bar. She's got mirrors. We just put down a new floor so she could do, you know, practice better dance floor stuff. She's got her special bands for stretching and things like that. You know, we'll do everything we can to help you get there. But ultimately, it's on you to do your part. Yeah, and you got to put in the extra work. Like it's, you got to put the overtime in. I remember when Crosby came to the league, he said like, when he was coming up and he was, he knew he wanted to be in the NHL. That was the only thing that mattered to him in his life. He said he missed out on a lot of his childhood, but he's okay with it. Like when kids were going to parties and getting drunk and, and doing whatever, like he was always at the rink. Like he just found himself all the time hungry and just getting hungrier to get to that level. And then look where it took him. I mean, absolutely. I'm sure, dude. I'm sure there's people who put that work in and don't succeed, but that's that. The only way you're going to is by doing it. You know what it too is you, you got to put in the work and dude, it's a gift, man. It really is like, yeah. and we tell Lanny that all the time. Do you like, you have a God given talent with, you have both parents that played high level hockey, man. Like yeah. it's in, it's in his blood. It really is. And then I got my other fucking kid. Braden does. that wants nothing to fucking do with hockey. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, I mean, nothing. He, yeah. he loves watching it. You know what I mean? He'll cheer. Like he just, sure. You know, he'll, he'll play in the basement with, with Lanny and, Stuff like that, but dude, he like I put him on skates maybe six times, and I mean he loved it the last time, but he just doesn't. Yeah. He wants it's not clicking he, for him. He wants to play like dude. You know what he wants? He wants to be a fucking MMA fighter. Like really? Yeah, dude. He he dude he choked the fucking kid out in our neighborhood for picking on girls. Like put him in a fucking full guillotine, dude. Little Braden. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's he's got a little bit of you in him, then for dude, sure. Yeah, dude. And he looked at me. He's like, "Am I in trouble?" I'm like, did you start it? And he goes, "No." I go, "All right, then you're fine." Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I mean, everybody's got to have their own path, right? I mean, yeah. whatever works. You can't force it. You can't force yeah. a square peg into a round hole. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, uh, by the way, I was thinking the other like when I was on my way here, I was like, I remember the first time, the first words you ever said to me. I don't know if you remember it, because you used to, he was the best when he would ref our games, because he would just bullshit with everybody, you'd be like, just getting off the uh, off the rink from a shift, you're like exhausted, sitting on the bench, and he'd skate over, and he'd like lean on the board, he goes, hey boys, where are you guys going out tonight, you want a party? <laughs> like, everybody's having a conversation, and then all of a sudden you're like, yo, line change, line change, and you jump off, because TJ's fucking distracting you, you miss it, but no, the first thing, I remember you were like, always bullshitting at the bench. Yeah, and then I scored a goal on like a breakaway or some shit. I think I roofed it, and you just I skated like to turn around, and you right next to me, you go, "Nice fucking goal." <laughs> <laughs> that was all you said. And then you started coming over, and then he's inviting me to people's bachelor parties who I don't even know. Yeah, dude, dude fuck, fuck. We had that. That was fucking Tro's man. Tro's bachelor party. God rest yep. his soul, man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Fucking. Uh, that was that was probably the fucking best worst bachelor party I've ever been in my life. <laughs> Like, I was like, he's like, yo, you want to come to a bachelor party tonight? We yeah. just finished like playing or some shit. And I was like, who's? He's like, Tro. And I'm like, Tro didn't invite me. He's like, I'm like, oh, all right, let's fucking go. Dude, we went down, dude. He got fucking so hammered. He fucking oh, fell, yeah. fell asleep at seven o'clock. Mind you, we're down in AC, John. We're down in AC. So we all look at each other and we're like, what the fuck, dude? We went down the fucking seaside, down the bamboo. We drove the beat bamboo. Yep. Fucking party. We were going to Bamboo like every oh, weekend for a while, God. man. We, it was crazy. They should have made a show about us, man. Fuck that yeah, Jersey, Jersey Shore. Shore shit. Fuck that. Yep. They should have made a show about us. Yep. They probably were there at times when yeah. we were there. I'm sure they were because it was around yeah. the same time. We yeah. were, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, we're going back to 05, 06. Yeah, like, dude. Wow. 
Yeah. Yep. It's been a long time, man. Yeah, dude. <sighs> so we got to make plans to see each other one day. Absolutely, man. I'd we love have to see to. age and the kids. Yeah, be absolutely. Great. Maybe, uh, yeah. I'm actually, I'm going to be in uh, Bridgewater in, in August. I'll be in the area. Hit me up. Lan- yeah, I will. Definitely. Uh, Lanny's got a, a pinnacle, like, skate, like a exposure camp with, yeah. like, all college and ex-pro guys and stuff running the camp. So he's coming up through that. We're staying at her brother's house in uh, uh, Sayreville. All right, cool. Yeah. So. yeah, hit me up for that. Yeah. Well, you guys got anything else, boys? I'm good. I gotta. I pre- I appreciate you guys having me on. I really do. Sorry, they're skate. They're still skating right now. And yeah, yeah. Um, no, I appreciate you guys having me on. I definitely got want you guys to come on. We're gonna. I- I'll get you guys. We'll we'll have you guys on when we have like a like a big name for sure. So you can pick their pick their brains too as well. I mean, that'd be that'd be cool for you guys. But uh, I'll promote you guys all over. I I it's it's great. You guys got a good thing going on here. I'm happy Thanks, for you man. guys. And, yeah, uh, appreciate it. It was definitely fun and. I wish you guys nothing but the best of luck. Thank you very much, man. It's, yeah, it's really too. cool to talk to you again. Absolutely, it's nice to you know touch base again and get We're to know. Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll we'll, uh, we'll we'll do this again and we'll do it on we'll do it on maybe we'll do it on your podcast again. We'll go we'll go in deep into detail with other shit. So yeah, we can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can always we can always do <laughs> like a non hockey episode. Yeah, non non hockey. We'll 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 go to we'll go to town on the other ones. <laughs> we got awesome. some shit to talk about. Oh sure. yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, where can uh, where can people catch the Dusty Dimes podcast? Yeah, yeah, you guys guys can catch it anywhere. You know, uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Check us out on Instagram um, for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Good stuff, man. Yeah, definitely yep. check that out, guys. Uh, especially if you're into hockey, but it's it's a different flavor. It's a, it's a good show just for good hockey conversation, yep. and so I highly recommend it. Yep. But thanks, guys. I appreciate. It. I gotta go. Absolutely, right. buddy. Thanks, Take guys. it easy, man. Bye. Take Peace. care. Bye.